Thank you for coming to Formerly Christians podcast. Thank you for supporting this podcast. And I hope you'll visit my website, changingali.com, also dismantlecapitalismglobally.com. Those are the two uh, websites that I manage and, you know, in my quest for activism and awareness of what is happening in this world, uh, plus detailing my journey away from Christianity, as well as the time that I was in there. Uh, this podcast is dedicated to all of that. It's an all-in-one podcast. Uh, mostly, though, it's going to detail um, my life as a Christian and my life now as a former Christian. And that, um, that journey, that um, observation, that change uh, that happened in my life as a result of uh, information, uh, changing information, right? I mean, the beauty of information is that it changes and we have to make sure that we are keeping afloat with new information because information is so vital. It keeps, um, it makes us more informed. It helps to change behavioral patterns, uh, many of which were um, just archaic and just not uh, benefiting the human being or the environment. So when information is updated, uh, the audience has to uh, change with the information for betterment, for improvement. And it always baffles me that so many people are, you know, against the, the, the new phases of information, that they still want to be stuck in uh, old ideas and old uh, uh, information. And that's, that's religion for you. That's why they still exist. I mean, if religions knew or uh, adapted to the research about them, um, every, there would be no religion. There would be absolutely no religion in this world because um, the, the information has changed. The information that our parents taught us you know, um, years back and what their parents taught them years back um, has gotten new, new a fresh, a fresh pairs of eyes different people who have gone in to examine that information and uh, concluded that something is wrong, something is not adding up. And that's the, that's the Bible in a, in a small summary, is that it does not add up to the actual evidence. When the researchers and the educators and the historians have um, looked at everything that the Bible uh, says, uh, they have left with the, um, you know, the conclusion that... Uh, uh, this is not this is not all the story, or this is just a story. The Bible is really just great storylines, and the actual research and actual evidence is in the actual history. Um, like I've said before, there are so many parallels to what is in the Bible, and you'll find a lot of personification in the Bible. Uh, so you, as the the person who is reading the Bible, must know context. You must know. Um, the more, uh, because there is more to know. And it's your responsibility to learn that. So you're not walking around um, confused and thinking that um, there was a Jesus, for example, or that there was a Moses. Um, there, there never was a Moses. There never was a Jesus. But if you're a person walking around with that mentality, it, it's not benefiting you. It's not uh, good for you. So uh, like I saw you before, I am a, a vid follower of people on TikTok, and I was listening to this young lady, grown, grown woman, talking about angels, you know, actual like fairy tale looking angels. And, you know, I'm looking at her and I'm thinking, 
why would this grown woman think that there are these um, white, blurry type figures with angelic wings floating in the sky? Uh, you know, in 2022, she is thinking that. And, you know, all I could think as I'm hearing her say, explain this and how angels, uh, you know, they, they circle the roof and blah, blah, blah. All I'm thinking is that's a story that I would tell to my son if I wanted him to be imaginative. If I wanted to take him into, uh, you know, take his mind into a sphere of imagination and, you know, uh, storytelling, I would talk about angels to him. I would not, I'm not expecting a grown woman or a grown man to tell me that uh, those things actually exist. It's just not, it's not, um, it's not the grown up thing to, um, to say, uh, specifically because we now know that even when those angels are referenced in the Bible, and honestly, I don't even, uh, maybe in Revelations, I don't even remember uh, how they are referenced, but anyway, uh, we can we can infer that you know people were actually talking about actual human beings uh, because there were never angels the fairy tale blurry white uh, wing wings and all type angel angels circling the globe it just was not happening um, so to hear her explain that uh, angels are still around and she's explaining it through the lens of the the, the blurriness figure. Um, it was concerning. It was very concerning. And that's that's what religions are doing. They're keeping people in a mind frame of um, illusions. They're keeping so many people in a, a mind frame of um, out of touch with reality themes uh, where you're not in sync with what is actually happening because you have taken your mind elsewhere. And that that is not that is not something you want to do. You want to be in full understanding and awareness of the world around you so you know how to react to, to different situations. Um, you can't be walking around and saying, yeah, angels are gonna protect me today. Um, not, not really, um, you are going to, God, you know, if you believe in God, you can say, yes, God, uh, God's love protects me or God's, uh, you know, my relationship with God reassures me that I'm protected. But to say that actual angels, that's a different analysis. Um, it's a psychological analysis almost and one that uh, definitely needs more attention. But I want to talk about the ills of religion uh, because there are many errors, ills and um, setbacks in religions. And um, I, I just want to say that, you know what, I'm one of those people who firmly believe that the world would be a much better place if we did not have religions. I mean, just when you look at how, how much uh, divisions there are because of religion, when you look at how people are confined to uh, rituals and dogmas, which are not uh, beneficial, which are never going to be prerequisites for an entrance into heaven, you, you start to analyze if the presence of religion is an effective uh, resource. Are people actually learning something or are they just being confined to another person's um, or the people's conclusions and also are being confined to the past without understanding that they have to formulate individual um, relationships with God and subsequently also 
individual lives uh, in the presence, not the past, in the presence and not living life vicariously through the words and actions of uh, prophets of the past and so forth. So in religions, you know, one of the ills is that there's always that middle man. It's always a man for the most part, um, specifically in the Abrahamic religions. It's just, you know, all about the patriarchs and it is emblazoned in the Bible. Um, that's why it's always so puzzling to hear women, you know, in a celebratory way explain the, the lives of these patriarchs and their conclusions, because it's like, they're not even aware, these women are not even aware that uh, they are just um, marketing, uh, you know, male, male dominance. Um, that's what religion has done. It, it has put a middleman uh, in the midst of your spirituality. Your spirituality is supposed to be about you, your awareness, and your connection to God or your consciousness if you are someone who don't believe in God. Uh, it is not supposed to be someone else trying to tell you God told them that this is going to happen to you or that God told them. No, God does not need to communicate uh, to someone else about your life. Your life is going to be um, defined by you and God, okay? You do not need a middleman to tell you how to live your life, basically is what I'm saying. That's just one of the problems with religion. Um, another problem is the religious divisions between the different religions, of course. I mean, you have so many denominations uh, and all of them are aiming to market a God that uh, favors them over other people. And that's a problem. That's a big, big problem because you cannot have a, a, a God for yourself. You cannot have God to yourself. That's not how God operates. Um, if if you believe in monotheism, then God is for everybody. God is um, God made the universe. God made land, vegetation, and there's no God does not favor one group over others. Uh, the only reason these different denominations exist is because people made them, brought them into existence. People's different uh, perspectives about the Bible and the information ended up crafting new religions, but that has nothing to do with God. That's just human action. That's what we do. And that's what we've always done. And we just inject God's name and say, yes, this is God's work, or that God um, would want this. Uh, we, again, differentiation is key. Uh, knowing God and differentiating God from religion is highly important because um, you're gonna need to. You're gonna need to know the God that you 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 pray to. You're gonna need to know, understand this God, so that you're not confusing uh, gods, the plural, with a singular God. Okay, so violence is it becomes part of the um, of the theme where because of these different religions. I mean, I don't have to go. I don't like to go into great great details. I like people to conceptualize things. Um, you know, and I, I know and you know that um, the different um, religions and their animosity toward one another because of the different interpretations and essentially they are destructing each other. They are finding ways to, um, you know, not break bread with their brothers and sisters who share a different perspective. And instead, they, there's judgment, there's violence, there's uh, jealousy. There's everything that we as people of, of God 
should not be doing. But because of religion, it is happening. Okay. Uh, so yeah, unfortunately, what that is another paradox is that religions are, you know, operating in great contradiction. They are not um, being uh, great examples of God's love on earth. They're not being great examples of God um, kindness and care uh, on earth. They are actually just marketing uh, their respective religious dogmas toward others and projecting that. And essentially they are destructing themselves in, in many situations, as well as um, those who they come in contact with. Um, another one is the research. What about the research that puts the entire doctrine, such as Christianity, to rest? There have been so many researchers who have um, examined that book, examined other uh, religious books, and all they have concluded is that, okay, those before us wanted to create a physical place to express something, right? To express the spirituality. Somehow that became traditional and it's to the point where we are uh, viewing those religions as God ordained and that God made it happen and so forth. That's a, that's a far, far cry from the actual evidence because God really did not uh, make people create churches and mosques and all that. We, we, we did that. We needed to do that for our own physical understanding of God and to express that spirituality in the place. We're humans. That's what we do. We want a physical, we want physical objects and we need to be, we need touch. We need to be, see things. Uh, that's our human nature. Uh, nothing wrong with it, but somehow, you know, religions have uh, become so big. They've become so um, saturated that people use them and their ideas and their principles more than spirituality. Spirituality is so much different than religion. I mean, being a former Christian and now being in a spiritual relationship, um, I can tell you that there's a big difference. Like, I don't desire physical, material things to feel validated. I work on my, my mental health, my physical health, my spiritual health. I focus on intrinsic stuff um, so I could get a bit better understanding of the world. But I don't seek, I don't need validation from others or with things to, you know, to feel as though I'm human. I feel like my my personal journey and the, the growth and the lessons that I'm learning uh, are good enough. And that's 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 that is what I believe we need to be focusing on is that physical growth, that mental growth, that spiritual growth. Okay. And you know, there's just so much of a focus on um the prophets and the messengers of those doctrines, like I said, is just um, it, it is causing more divisions and more divisions because um, it, it's like a distraction. That middleman uh, is a distraction into your your journey with God, into your your journey here on earth, because you're constantly seeking the uh, or reading or memorizing, reciting the the words and ideas of those who have died and those who have left 
and you I find myself you know questioning like why why aren't you why aren't you making individualized uh, conclusions about your life like do you really need somebody to tell you what to eat or what not to eat do you really need somebody from the past to tell you how to behave the reality is that you don't you you have a mind you have a spiritual journey to uh, fulfill here enough and you cannot be living your life based on other people's um, ways of life and their their uh, definition of life you have to define this life you have to define your life uh, that's important that's that's more important than you reciting biblical verses uh, you know it's just um there's just too many uh, you have too many um, hindrances in your spiritual journey when you adhere to the religious doctrines of this world. They become so distractive to you because you you are battling between what they're saying and what you God is w- working to get your attention on. Um, you are a human being. You you know yes, we are great multitaskers, but at the same time. We also need clarity. We operate better when we have clarity, when we our consciences are clear and we uh, we have good definitions of who we are. Um, that's the highest level of consciousness all of us should be working toward. And I just feel as though um, religions are just taking that away. Religion is taking a lot of who we are away uh, because it is forcing us into its um, its principles and its ideas, all of which are very, very old. Uh, they need analysis. And you you have to be that person to analyze them, the religions. You have to be the person to make better decision about, decisions about your life because this is your life. This is your story. You have to write that story. And at some point, you're going to have to either tell God that story. I don't know how it works, but you're going to have to account for your story. You can't be living your life thinking that... Um, Adam's sins still affect you and that you will never be anything as Paul wrote. Uh, you you have to, you cannot live your life based on what Paul said or what Adam did. Your life is your life. In this context, this is about you. You're in control of the will and God is helping you make sure that there is a will. So, you know, continue to be strong. Continue to work on your your faith, your faith in God. Continue to uh, realize who you are. And I hope you will visit my website, changingali.com. And I hope to have you again in my audience. Thank you.